Welcome into the Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of the Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. We got 10 college football bets for you, plus a pair of upsets, five from the NFL, and an upset as well. So we'll get right into the podcast, right into the bets. We'll start things off in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. The Boston College Eagles, six and four overall, six and four against the spread. Take on the Florida State Seminoles, who are 4-6 overall, 4-6 against the number. Boston College comes in as a two-point favorite in this one. Florida State's just 3-6 against the spread in their last nine games. However, 4-1 against the spread in their last five against Boston College. They are also 0-7 against the spread in their last seven games against ACC Atlantic Division opponents. And 3-8 against the spread in their last 11 games against ACC opponents overall. On the Boston College side, the Eagles are 4-1 against the spread in their last five games, 4-2 against the spread in their last six games played in the month of November. Now, Florida State has won nine of the last ten meetings overall at Boston College. Florida State also 6-4 against the number in those last ten meetings. Boston College is a two-point favorite, 71% of the money, 67% of the bets coming in on Boston College. And this is a big game for both teams, but especially for Florida State. Florida State needs to win this week and then beat Florida in Gainesville next week in order to get bowl eligible. Boston College, however, sitting at 6-4 and four in the season, trying to play themselves into uh, uh, a possible New Year's Day bowl matchup, maybe get into the uh, into the Gator Bowl or now the Tax Slayer Bowl and maybe even get into um, the... Uh, uh, one of those bowls in Florida around New Year's Day. So they got a lot to play for as well. The game is in Boston. Uh, Boston College got, has Phil Jakovic back. Uh, their starting quarterback who helped get Boston College off to a pretty good start this season. Uh, got injured, uh, I believe, in game four. And uh, now has come back. He came back last week. Helped uh, Boston College pick up a uh, big win a week ago. Uh over uh, Georgia Tech and also Virginia Tech the week before that. So he's been back for the last two games. Prior to that, Boston College had lost four straight. I do like the Eagles minus two in this one. I think Boston College is the better team. I think uh, they are the uh, the easy play here, in my opinion, uh, for uh, the Boston College Eagles. Uh, we're going to ride them at home minus two against Florida State. Now, next up uh, from uh, Norman, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Sooners, 9-1 overall, just 4-6 against the spread. Take on the Iowa State Cyclones, who are 6-4 overall, also 4-6 against the spread. Oklahoma does come in as a 3.5-point favorite in this matchup. Iowa State is 5-1 against the spread in their last six games against the Oklahoma Sooners. However, they're 4-8 against the spread in their last 12 games played in the month of November. Oklahoma, uh, looking at the trends, they're just 2-5 against the spread in their last 7 games played in Week 12. Iowa State coming off a 41-38 loss at Texas Tech last week, in which the Texas Tech kicker hit a 62-yard field goal to win it uh, over the Cyclones, and it eliminated Iowa State from the uh, Big 12 race. Oklahoma coming off its first loss of the season at Baylor, losing 27-14. Now, Oklahoma is sitting 
as a three and a half point favorite in this matchup. And uh, six, or excuse me, seventy-three percent of the money and fifty-nine percent of the bets are in on Oklahoma. Uh, I think I'm going to go against that, and I'm going to take Iowa State in the points. I think Oklahoma wins a close one, uh, but there's nothing that tells me that Oklahoma is going to win big or or, or win comfortably, uh, regardless of the opponent. Right now, Iowa State has a really good defense. Uh, they like to confuse. They, they're very good at confusing young, inexperienced quarterbacks. And with Caleb Williams at quarterback for Oklahoma, that's exactly what they got. I think they'll force some confusion. They're going to force some mistakes. They're going to force uh, the. Um, they're going to force the uh, Oklahoma Sooners to make some mistakes. I do like Iowa State in this one. Uh, it's a tough one, but Iowa State, I think, at plus three and a half is probably. To play here, so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take Iowa State plus three and a half at Oklahoma. All right, moving on. Next up, we go to Wrigley Field in Chicago, where the Northwestern Wildcats are the home team. They're three and seven overall, three and seven against the spread. They take on the Purdue Boilermakers, who are six and four overall, five and five against the number. Purdue does come in as an eleven. Point favorite in this one. Purdue comes in 11 point favorite in this game played at Wrigley Field. Purdue is 5 and 10 against the spread in their last 15 games, 1 and 4 against the spread in their last 5 against Northwestern, 3 and 9 against the spread in their last 12 games against Big Ten opponents. By the way, all three of those wins this year. Uh, Purdue 2 and 8 against the spread in their last 10 games while playing as a favorite. Northwestern just three and seven against the spread in their last ten games. They are five and two against the spread in their last seven games played in November, uh, but three and six against the spread in their last nine games played on a Saturday. Now Purdue's coming off a 59-31 shellacking of uh, by Ohio State. Uh, the week before that, they upset previously previously unbeaten third-ranked Michigan State 40 to 29. They had won two in a row prior to the Ohio State loss. Uh, Northwestern's lost four straight and includes getting trounced by Wisconsin last week, 35-7. Purdue an 11-point favorite, 96% of the money, 87% of the bets coming in on Purdue, minus 11. And uh, that's where we're going to ride our bet as well. Quite frankly, I think Purdue is not only the better team, they're the much better team. Uh, Aiden O'Connell is really coming to his own at quarterback. They're going to have the best player on the field by far in David Bell at wide receiver. I expect Bell to have a big day against a Northwestern pass defense that's not uh, very good, giving up about uh, 267 yards a game through the air. And that's even while playing uh, Wisconsin last week, who didn't who didn't throw the ball at all. Uh, I think everything kind of sets up to where this could end up being a tough matchup for Northwestern, even though the game is at Wrigley. Uh, I think we're going to ride the Purdue train, go Purdue minus 11 at, well, in Chicago against Northwestern. All right, next up we go to Cincinnati and Nippert Stadium, the Cincinnati Bearcats, who are 10-0 on the season, 5-5 against the spread. They'll take on the SME Mustangs, who are 8-2 overall, 6-4 against the number. Cincinnati does come in. As a pretty heavy favorite, as an 11 and a half point favorite in this one. 
Now, SMU is 1-6 against the spread in their last seven games on the road. 4-11-1 against the spread in their last 16 games played in the month of November. On the Cincinnati side, they're 1-4 against the spread in their last five games. 1-4 against the spread in their last five games against American Athletic Conference teams. And 0-5 against the spread in their last five games played in week number 12. Now, last week, SMU snapped a two-game losing streak by trouncing Central Florida 55-28. Cincinnati had its issues with South Florida, but able to win going away 45-28 in that one. Cincinnati has struggled of late, putting teams away. Their last four teams, they've played Navy, Tulsa, Tulane, and South Florida. They have struggled to put away as favorites of more than 22 points in each one of those games. Now, again, Cincinnati is an 11.5-point favorite, 58% of the money, and uh, 75% of the bets coming in on SMU plus 11.5. And and that's where we're going to go with this one as well. Like I just said, Cincinnati has struggled to put teams away. I don't see that changing uh, even at home on Saturday against a pretty good SMU team. SMU can throw the ball pretty well with uh, with uh, the Mordecai kid at quarterback. Cincinnati likes to run the ball. They got uh, um, the Ford kid at running back uh, who's had a big year to transfer from Alabama. I think, I think Cincinnati will be able to run the ball on SMU. I think SMU will be able to throw the ball on Cincinnati. I think the game stays close. Because of that, we're going to go with... The uh, SMU Mustangs plus 11.5 at Cincinnati. All right, next up from Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Panthers, 8 and 2 overall, 8 and 2 against the spread. They take on the Virginia Cavaliers, who are 6 and 4 overall, 6 and 4 against the number. Pittsburgh is a 14.5 point favorite. Virginia is 11 and 5 against the spread in their last 16 games. However, 2 and 5 against the spread in their last 7 against Pittsburgh. And 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight games against ACC Coastal Division teams. Pittsburgh, 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven. 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven against ACC opponents as well. Uh, Brennan Armstrong, the stud quarterback from Virginia, is questionable for the game Saturday against Pittsburgh with a rib injury. However, he is expected to play as of this moment. Virginia has lost two straight since uh, Armstrong got hurt. That includes a 66-49 shootout with BYU in which Armstrong got hurt in that game. And then last week against Notre Dame, they put up all the three points in a 28-3 loss to the Fighting Irish. Pittsburgh's won two in a row since they were knocked off by Miami. Last week, they beat North Carolina 30-23 in overtime, blowing a big lead in the process before holding on and getting the win in OT. Now, Pittsburgh is a 14.5-point favorite. 76% 76% of the money, 60% of the bets coming in on Pittsburgh, minus 14 and a half. And I think we're going to ride Virginia plus the points. I think Brennan Armstrong plays. So I think if you're listening to this now, you might want to get in there before the spread changes. That hook is a huge factor. That half point is a big difference because that basically makes it a three-score game. Um, and I think I don't think Pittsburgh's three scores better than Virginia. I think this game will be actually a pretty – I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I think it could come down to the end. I really like Virginia plus 14.5. I started to think about going the upset route with it, but then I decided against that because I've got other choices I'm going to take for the upsets. Um, but 
nonetheless, I think Virginia plus 14 and a half is a, is a lock play. I think it's a play that's uh, just about as close to a guarantee as I'll make on a podcast. I really like Virginia plus 14 and a half, even though they're on the road at Pittsburgh. All right, moving on. Going on to Madison, Wisconsin, as the Wisconsin Badgers, who are 7-3 overall, 6-4 against the spread. They'll take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, who are 3-7 overall, 6-4 against the number. Wisconsin does come in as a 9-point favorite in this one. Wisconsin has covered in 6 of the last 9 against Nebraska, but Nebraska is 6-3 against the spread in their last 9 games. 3-6 Three and six against the spread in their last nine against Wisconsin. One and four against the spread in their last five games against Big Ten West Division opponents. Wisconsin five and one against the spread in their last six games. Five and zero oh against the spread in their last five games against Big Ten opponents. Four and one against the spread in their last five games against Big Ten West Division opponents. Now Nebraska's lost four in a row in six of their last seven, but no loss bigger than nine points all season long. Their biggest loss was last uh, was two weeks ago against Ohio State. They lost by nine, 26-17. So everything's been close for Nebraska. Now, Wisconsin's won six straight after starting the season one and three. That includes pasting Northwestern last week, 35-7. to um, When you look at the bets, uh, it looks like 68% of the money, 63% of the bets coming in on Wisconsin, minus nine. I'm actually going to take Nebraska plus nine. And as for what I just mentioned a moment ago, Nebraska has played every game within nine points this season. And I don't see why that changes with this one. I think Nebraska is a good team that's had some bad luck. Wisconsin's turned into a really good team as well after their slow start. Uh, Their defense does factor into this. Nebraska's defense is pretty good as well. This is going to be, I think, a low-scoring game. With the over-under at 42, I'd probably put a couple shekels on the under as well in this one because I think defense will reign in this matchup. And I think because defense reigns in this matchup, I think Nebraska is the play. So Nebraska plus nine at Wisconsin. All right, next up we go to Los Angeles for a rivalry matchup between the USC Trojans, who are four and five overall, three and six against the spread. They'll take on the UCLA Bruins, who are 6-4 overall, 6-4 against the number. UCLA just a three-point favorite in this matchup. When you look at UCLA, they're 2-4 against the spread in their last six games against USC. However, they're 5-1 against the spread in their last six games on the road. 4-1 against the spread in their last five games played in November. Southern Cal just 1-5 against the spread in their last six games. 1-5 1-5 against the spread in their last six at home as well. When you look at UCLA, they snapped a two-game losing streak by beating Colorado last week, uh, 44-20. Southern Cal has lost three of four. That includes uh, getting uh, shelled by Arizona State two weeks ago, 31-16. to Now, USC does have the week off getting ready for this matchup. But USC, as a three, UCLA as a three-point favorite coming into this one, uh, 85% of the money and also 80% of the bets coming on UCLA minus three. And that's kind of be where our play is going to be as well. UCLA has played like a team, or excuse me, USC has played like a team that has given up on the season. Their coach Clay Helton got fired early in the season. And they've, they have not looked inspired really much at all 
throughout uh, the uh, duration of uh, the season since the firing took place. Uh, when you look at USC, again, they've lost three out of four. The one win was over then winless Arizona by seven. Uh, outside of the first game after Clay Hill got fired where they blasted Washington State 45-14, they have not looked like a team that wants to be there. Uh, UCLA playing uh, for a slim shot at winning their division and making it to the Pac-12 championship game. So there's still more to play for for UCLA. They're also trying to get to eight wins on the season. Uh, they need this one and next week to do that as well. I think UCLA is very much to play here, and that's going to be our play. UCLA minus three at Southern Cal. All right, next up we're going to go to Fort Worth, where the Texas Christian Horn Frogs at four and six overall, uh, two seven and one against the spread. They take on the Kansas Jayhawks, who are two and eight overall, two seven and one against the number. Texas Christian comes in a 21-point favorite in this matchup. Kansas 3-15-2 against the spread in their last 20 games. However, 8-4 against the spread in their last 12 against TCU. And 3-12-1 against the spread in their last 16 games against Big 12 opponents. TCU 1-4 against the spread in their last 5. 1-4 against the spread in their last 5 at home. 2-7 against the spread in their last 9 games overall. Now, Kansas coming off a huge win. They snapped a road-losing streak that dated back to 2008 by winning at Texas last week in overtime, 57-56. Snapped an eight-game losing streak in the process. TCU's lost four of its last five. Lone win did come in upset fashion over Baylor two weeks ago, 30-28. to uh, TCU is a 21-point favorite in this matchup, 69% of the money. 81% of the bets coming in on Kansas at plus 21. And Kansas plus 21 is going to be our play. Kansas coming off a huge win last week over Texas. Uh, Kansas playing with some with some moxie, with some uh, confidence. Uh, when you look at you know uh, this Kansas team, there's not a lot of talent here. Uh, but this TCU team they're playing against doesn't have a whole lot of talent in its own right. The game being in Fort Worth is a little bit of a concern, but I like the way Kansas has played the last couple of weeks uh, and then add in last week's big victory. And uh, I think the play really is uh, for the uh, Kansas Jayhawks at plus 21 at TCU. All right, two more spread bets and then our upset picks. The next one's at Rice-Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City. The Utah Utes, 7-3 overall, 4-6 against the spread. Take on the Oregon Ducks, 9-1 overall, also 4-6 against the number. Utah is a three-point favorite in this matchup. Oregon's just 5-10 against the spread in their last 15 games. However, 4-2 against the spread in their last six games against uh, Utah and 4-2 against the spread in their last six games in November. Utah, 4-2 against the spread in their last six games overall. 6-2 against the spread in their last eight games played in November. 11-5 against the spread in their last 16 games played in week number 12. Now, Oregon's coming off a uh, 38-24 victory over Washington State. They have won five straight since their loss to Stanford back on, back on October 2nd. Utah's won three straight in six of seven. 
Uh, that includes a 38-29 win over Arizona a week ago, uh, which has one win on the season so far, uh, which Arizona got a couple weeks ago. Uh, Utah comes in a three-point favorite, 60% of the money, 67% of the bets on Oregon, plus three. And that's where we're going to go with ours as well. I just think personally, I think Oregon's better than Utah. Uh, now, Oregon hasn't played like it. They're still very much in this race, not only for the Pac-12 title, but for the college football playoff. This is probably the first of two meetings between these two teams because these two teams are the favorites to win the respective divisions and meet in the Pac-12 championship game. It worries me a little bit that this game's in Salt Lake City, uh, and Utah's pretty good on defense, but Oregon's underrated on how good they are defensively as well. Uh, when you look at the Oregon stats on the defensive side of things, they give up just 18 points per game, which is 42nd in the country, the 24th against the run, uh, giving up just 119 yards a game. Uh, when Utah runs for much more than they pass the football, so I think that plays in the Oregon's favor as well. Uh, and you're talking about getting a field goal. This is a game that could probably end up pushing Uh I could see Utah winning this by a field goal, but I really think Oregon wins this game. We're not taking it as an upset pick. We're going to just take the three points. I think Oregon plus three is the play uh, in Salt Lake City against Utah. And our last spread bet, uh, we'll go to Lubbock, Texas for this one. Texas Tech, six and four overall, five, four and one against the spread. They're hosting the Oklahoma State Cowboys, who are nine and one overall. 8-2 against the number. Oklahoma State is a 10-point favorite in this matchup. Oklahoma State is 8-0 against the spread in their last 8 games. However, they're 0-5 against the spread in their last 5 games against Texas Tech. But 8-0 against the spread in their last 8 games against Big 12 opponents as well. On the Texas Tech side, uh, they're 5-2 against the spread in their last 7 games played at home. Oklahoma State, a 10-point favorite in this one, 83% of the money, 59% of the bets on Oklahoma State, minus 10. We're going to ride that one as well. Oklahoma State's got so much to play for right now. They have an outside shot at making the college football playoff if they can win this one, win Bedlam next week, and then uh, win the Big 12 championship game, which would probably end up being a rematch with Oklahoma. Uh, so there's a possibility for Oklahoma State not only to win this one, but beat Oklahoma twice. They can find their way into the college football playoffs. So, so much to play for for Oklahoma State. Uh, when you look at Oklahoma State, they're not a whole lot to, to love about them on offense. They're 82nd in passing offense, they're 30th in rushing offense, 43rd in scoring offense. But when you look at their defense, they're 8th in the country in scoring defense, allowing just 13.5 points per game. They're 16th in the country against the pass. Fifth in the country against a run, allowing just 88 yards per game on the ground. Uh, going against a Texas Tech team uh, that throw, throws the ball much more than they run it. But you got, again, you got a top 15 defense against the pass going against Texas Tech. You worry a little bit about weather when it comes to games in Lubbock, especially the wind. But I actually think the wind plays in Oklahoma State's favor because they're going to want to keep the ball on the ground a little more. Uh, than most teams do. They're 30th again in the country in rushing the ball. They average 196 yards a game on the ground. I think that plays in Oklahoma State's favor as well. The spread is 10. 
We're going to take it. Oklahoma State minus 10 at Texas Tech. All right, our two upset backs. Our first one, they're both actually big upsets in, in point spread um, possibilities. When you look at the first one, uh, Ohio State's a 19-point favorite at home against Michigan State. This is more of a wouldn't-be-hilarious type of upset bet, which we've had tons of upsets like that all season, including last week with Kansas over Texas. Uh, we're going with Michigan State in this one. Look, everything says this is Ohio State's game. The game's in Columbus. Ohio State's uh, passing offense is their strength. Pass defense is the weakness for Michigan State. But at the same time, Ohio State, I don't think it's going to stop Michigan State either. This is a game that can end up being a high-scoring matchup. Um, and I'm going to ride a Michigan State team that I think their coach, Mel Tucker, will have them ready uh, uh, over an Ohio State team that, outside of last week, has really uh, struggled to put teams away. When you look at Ohio State's recent games, uh, when you take last week away, beat Nebraska by nine, beat Penn State by nine uh, the previous two weeks. Now, Indiana, Maryland, and Rutgers and Akron, they blew away like they were supposed to blow away uh, prior to that. But I'm talking about in Big Ten games, they have struggled to put teams away. Uh, well, Indiana, Maryland, and Rutgers are Big Ten teams as well. The point being in this, as I continue to contradict myself here, that Ohio State plays, I think, in a lot of ways to the level of their competition, which means I think they play up for Michigan State in this one. But when you look at Michigan State, you take the loss of Purdue away. They blew out Maryland. Uh, they beat Michigan at uh, in East Lansing by four. Uh, they blew out Rutgers. They blew out Western Kentucky. Uh, they blew out Miami in Miami. Uh, beat Northwestern's doors off to open the season. I, I kind of, I'm not sure this is going to happen. And this, like I said, this is going to be a uh, wouldn't it be a hilarious bet? But Michigan State can beat Ohio State. And you got to worry about Ohio State. Do they look ahead to Michigan next week? Because that's a big game for Ohio State next week against Michigan. If they look ahead, they could get caught. Michigan State, by the way, that's at plus 755. Um, so we're going to take Michigan State to upset Ohio State. And our other one is a uh, nine-point spread in it. And that is they got an eight-point spread. And that is a Virginia Tech team who just fired its football coach. Uh, Justin Fuente this week. They are traveling to Miami to take on the Hurricanes. Virginia Tech at plus 245 is the upset pick here. The fact is, I, I wonder what kind of Miami you're going to see this week. Miami had been playing good football, and then they blew the game last week to Florida State. You know, does Florida State beat them twice? I think it does. I think Virginia Tech plays inspired. Uh, like a lot of teams have that fired the coaches this season. They, that first game, after they fired the coach, they've played really well in those games. So I think Virginia Tech will do the same in that regard. Plus, you factor in Miami coming off that emotional game with Florida State last week and blowing the big lead and, and losing to Florida State at the very end. I, I think it sets up for an upset. So Virginia Tech plus 245 is our upset pick over Miami. So our spread bets once again are Iowa State plus 3.5 at Oklahoma. Boston College minus two at home against Florida State. Purdue minus 11 at Wrigley Field against Northwestern. Virginia plus 14 and a half at Pittsburgh. 
SMU plus 11.5 at Cincinnati. Nebraska plus 9 at Wisconsin. Taking a lot of underdogs this week. Kansas plus 21 at Texas Christian. UCLA minus 3 at USC. Oregon plus 3 at Utah. Oklahoma State minus 10 at Texas Tech. And our two upset picks, Michigan State and our wouldn't it be hilarious upset at plus 755 to win at Ohio State. And Virginia Tech plus 245 to win at Miami. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. We'll have our NFL bets in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Welcome back into The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. Five NFL bets for you. And uh, we're going to start things off uh, in the National Football League, as I should have been set up for this. But we'll start things off in Nashville as the Tennessee Titans as a 10-point favorite, they're 8-2 overall, 7-3 against the spread. They are hosting the uh, Houston Texans, who are 1-8 overall, 4-5 against the number. Tennessee comes in a 10-point favorite, as we just mentioned in this one. Uh, Houston just 2-5 against the spread in their last 7 games. 14-6 against the spread in their last 20 against Houston. Or excuse me, against Tennessee is Houston. And Houston 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six games played on a Sunday. Tennessee 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games. 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six against AFC opponents. 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games against AFC South Division opponents. Now Houston's coming off an a eighth consecutive loss. Uh, losing to Miami last week. Uh by the score of uh, 17 to 9. Uh, Tennessee has won six in a row. They includes knocking off New Orleans last week, 23 to 21. Now, Tennessee is a 10 to point favorite in this one, 76% of the money, 62% of the bets coming in on the Tennessee Titans minus 10. We're going to ride that one as well. Fact of the matter is, Houston is not a good team. The Houston offense averages seven and a half points per game. That is not a joke. Houston is dead last in the uh, NFL in scoring. They are also 31st in rushing, 29th in passing. Going against a Tennessee defense that's actually pretty good, it's actually gotten better as the season has progressed. Look at Tennessee's defense, seventh in the in the NFL against the run. Now they do struggle against the pass, but Houston doesn't have a quarterback. Uh, Tennessee a ten point favorite. Um, I like the Titans big in this one, so ten points is an easy play for me. Tennessee minus ten uh, at home against the Houston Texans. Next up, we go to. Minneapolis as the Minnesota Vikings who are 4 and 5 overall 5 and 4 against the spread they're taking on the Green Bay Packers 8 and 2 overall Green Bay 9 and 1 against the number Green Bay is a 2 point favorite in this one Green Bay 9 and 0 against the spread in their last 9 games 4 and 2 against the spread in their last 6 games against Minnesota 5-0 against the spread in their last five games played on the road. 6-0 against the spread in their last six games against NFC opponents. 
Minnesota 5-11 against the spread in their last 16 games. 1-7 against the spread in their last 8 at home. 3-8 against the spread in their last 11 games against NFC opponents as well. Green Bay sitting as a two-point favorite, 71% of the money. And uh, 79% of the bets coming in on Green Bay, minus two. And we're going to ride Green Bay, minus two as well. Uh, The Packers are probably the best team in NFC right now. And that's in spite of uh, having two losses already. Uh, they did beat Seattle 17 nothing last week. That shook off a 13-7 loss to Kansas City the week before when they did not have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Minnesota did snap a two-game losing streak, upsetting the Los Angeles Chargers last week, 27-20. to uh, So Minnesota coming off a pretty good performance itself. Might be why the spread's only two points because I wonder why it's only two. Uh, I think Green Bay beats Minnesota's doors off. Um Green Bay is going to be our play at minus two against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. All right, next up we're going to Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills, 6-3 and three overall, 5-3-1 and one against the spread. Taking on the Indianapolis Colts, who are 5-5 five and five overall, 6-4 and four against the number. Buffalo is a seven-point favorite in this one. Indianapolis 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven games. Four and two against the spread in their last six games against AFC opponents. Four and one against the spread in their last five games against AFC East division opponents. Buffalo, 14, five and one against the spread in their last 20 games. However, they're one and five against the spread in their last six games against AFC South division opponents. And four and one against the spread in their last five games in the month of November. Now, Buffalo, uh, make the Indianapolis coming off a two game winning streak. Uh, but it'd be two of the worst teams in the league in the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars in those last two games. Uh, Buffalo, coming off a, win, a loss to Jacksonville two weeks ago, just pasted the New York Jets 45-17 last week uh, to get things turned in the right direction. Buffalo is a seven-point favorite as 61% of the uh, money. And... Hold up, I have lost. Oh, yeah, here we go. 53% of the bets are on Buffalo minus seven. Uh, so that's going to be our play as well. I think Buffalo's the better team, as I've been repeating myself in that regard. But Buffalo's the better team. Uh, I think Buffalo's one of the favorites in the AFC. Now, they haven't looked like it of late. And I figure at some point here soon, they're going to turn things on. Um, they have the third-ranked offense in all of the NFL, sixth in the NFL in passing, even 10th in the NFL in rushing as well coming into this. Um, I think Buffalo at home, it's going to be cold. It could be snowy. Playing a dome team, add that to it as well. Uh, it's just another reason I really like Buffalo minus seven at home against the Indianapolis Colts. All right, moving on. Soldier Field in Chicago. The Chicago Bears, 3-6 overall, 4-5 against the number. They're going to host the Baltimore Ravens, who are 6-3 overall, just 3-6 against the spread. Baltimore is a a 4.5-point favorite in this matchup. Baltimore just 1-4 against the spread in their last five games, 6-3 against the spread in their last nine games against Chicago. 
one in five against spread in their last six games played in November. For Chicago, five and one against the spread in their last six games against AFC opponents. Seven and one against the spread in their last eight games against AFC North division opponents. Now Baltimore is just a four and a half point favorite in this one. Fifty nine percent of the money. 74% of the bets coming in on the Ravens at minus four. Uh, and we're going to ride the Ravens minus four in this one as well, or four and a half, I should say, uh, in this one. I Baltimore, I don't know why they're only a four and a half point favorite. That's a little bit concerning. It may have something to do with the fact that Baltimore's coming off a 22 to 10 head scratching loss to Miami. Uh, the Ravens have lost two of their last three coming into this matchup with the Bears. Now, Chicago doesn't have a whole lot on offense. They've lost four straight, uh, but their last game back two weeks ago, they nearly beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, losing 29-27. to But Chicago has the number 29 offense in the NFL, the 32nd in the NFL in passing. They're going against the number one rush offense in the NFL in the Baltimore Ravens in this one. I think the difference is going to be Lamar Jackson at quarterback uh, against the rookie Justin Fields. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson has an opportunity to get Baltimore shipwrighted. I think he'll do that. The spread's only four and a half. Baltimore could win this game uh, from anywhere, in my opinion, from seven to 15 points. I think the Ravens win this one. I think it's rather comfortable. I don't think you sweat it too much. Baltimore minus four and a half at Chicago is the play. And our final spread NFL bet. We're at Arrowhead in Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs, 6-4 overall, 3-7 against the spread. They're hosting the Dallas Cowboys, 7-2 overall, 8-1 against the number. Kansas City is a 2.5 point favorite in this one. Dallas is 8-1 against the spread in their last nine, in their last nine games. 5-1 against the spread in their last six games on the road. Uh, when you look at Kansas City, the Chiefs are 4-15-1 against the spread in their last 20 games. 0-5 against the spread in their last five games at home. 1-5 against the spread in their last six games played in November. Kansas City is a 2.5-point favorite in this one. 55% of the bets on the Cowboys, or 55% of the money on the Cowboys, 54% of the bets on the Chiefs. So our first and only one, it looks like, that's going to be different on the percentage of bets made and the money uh, going in opposite directions. Dallas coming off a 43-3 destroying of Atlanta. That was a week after they were they no-showed against the Denver Broncos, losing 30-16. to The Chiefs have quietly won three in a row, including a win over Green Bay two weeks ago, and, and they Took it to the Las Vegas Raiders uh, last Sunday night, 41-14 in Vegas. The trends say to take Dallas, but I, I think Kansas City's the play here. I think Kansas City wins this by a field goal. I think the Chiefs uh, are starting to find their way. Patrick Mahomes not making as many mistakes as he was making earlier in the season. Uh, Dallas is starting to suffer a lot of injuries, and that could end up being a factor. Uh, they could be missing the starting tackle, Tryon Smith. They're missing Marcus Lawrence. Randy Gregory went on the IR this week. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is questionable with an arm injury coming into this matchup. Uh, Dallas, just a ton of injuries right now to key players. Uh, Kansas City, not so much. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still out. 
but Kansas City has found a way to do running back by committee, and it has not affected them any. The game's in Arrowhead, one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. I think that's a factor in this one as well. It's going to be rather chilly in Kansas City. That, another reason I think Kansas City's the play here. So we're going to Chiefs minus 2.5 against the Dallas Cowboys. Now our upset bet this week is a little bit out of the box. But I'm going to play on a team getting a big win this uh, last week having a letdown, and that being the San Francisco 49ers. They dominated the Los Angeles Rams 31-10 to uh, last uh, uh, last uh, Sunday, or last Monday, or this past Monday, a couple days ago, uh, just dominated uh, the Rams. They're traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Now, Jacksonville has won two of its last four. It includes a win over Buffalo as well. Uh, they lost by six last week to Indianapolis. So the Jaguars are playing good football right now uh, as a six-point underdog at home against San Francisco. Uh, it's at plus 235. I think Jacksonville at home, San Francisco having to travel across the country, play at 10 a.m. local time, so a body clock game uh, on San Francisco. Jacksonville at home upsets the San Francisco 49ers. All right, so our NFL bets once again are Green Bay, minus 2 at Minnesota. Uh, Tennessee, minus 10 at home against Houston. Buffalo, minus 7 at home against Indianapolis. Baltimore, minus 4.5 at Chicago. Kansas City, minus 2.5 at home against Dallas. And our upset bet, the Jacksonville Jaguars, plus 235 as a 6-point underdog to upset San Francisco. Now, our college basketball bets are going to start... Um, at the uh, beginning of December, matter of fact, uh, we're going to start them um, uh, probably, actually we're going to start them right after Thanksgiving, November 29th will be our college, we'll start our college basketball bets, we'll have college basketball bets on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, well, i got to figure out how I'm going to do this with the with the football because uh, our football podcast comes out on Thursday morning. We're going to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for sure. We may not have a Thursday one, just have it strictly for the NFL and college football. Uh, and then do a Friday one for the time being. And we're going to lay off the weekends until football is over. And then we'll pick up more college basketball at that point. So we'll kind of see, we'll kind of kind of feel things out for the college basketball until the, until the college football is over at the very least. Uh, we'll kind of feel things out for that. And uh, we'll kind of play it by ear. Uh, but I do plan on having one on November 29th. So that's when we're going to start our college basketball. And it may be a little bit sporadic until college football season comes to a close uh, the following week. So with that said, we'll go ahead and sign off here. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until next time, this is The Degenerate Gambler.